everybody. Welcome everybody to another delicious episode of the Stateside Podcast. I am your host, James MacMillan, sitting to the left of me. To the left, to the left, to the left is Neil Angle. It always hangs to the left. It always does. It always What's up, does. Neilio? Not much. I've, now you got me thinking about hanging to the left. Oh, I Why know. is it that everything always hangs to the left? And by everything, I mean penises. Shrivels and always to the left. Does yours hang to the left? Um, yeah. Andrew? Oh, yeah. Why is that? Direct with your right? A little curve, Jerk maybe? Right. Yeah. You ever switch it up just for a little, like, flavor? Oh, just for holidays. <laughs> for holiday cheer. <laughs> What's up, Andrew, our producer? What up, man? Yo, yo, yo. Well, tonight we're going to chat for a, a few minutes or two, and then Sean and Nick of Revival Records, Recordings. Recordings. Yes. Sorry, Revival Recordings. Yes. They're going to call in via Skype, and we're going to chat with them for a little bit. We're going to have a get to know you. Very excited. I haven't talked to them in a minute. Yeah, man. Uh, Neil, tell, tell the listeners how you know those guys and what the history is. So there. many moons ago. <laughs> many moons. Um, hey, that's cultural appropriation, Neil. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Many days ago. He's, he's Indian. He's got some <laughs> that's native true. Blood. Yeah, he is native. First nation over here. I am. I'm half native, half Irish. There so. you go. Yep. So you're allowed to do that. I got the best traits of everything. All right. And, so anyway... Back when uh, Crummit was working in this building and I was first interning with Crummit, uh, Al Santa came and did a record with him called The Emptiness that yes. I was lucky enough to work on. That's how I met them originally. Then they came back um, for a second record, A Place Where the Sun is Silent, and they hired me on, they were on um, Epitaph at that point, I think. And they actually hired me on as an engineer. And yeah. then sh- the me, the band, Sean, everybody, we hit it off really well and I ended up moving out to North Carolina to uh, kind of help with the label and get a studio going. We did a bunch of Alice Santa records out there. So, yeah, that's how I know them. I've known them since, I think, like 2009. Almost, ten, almost 10 years, yeah. How many, how many Alice Santa gigs did you work on? Oh, my, oh my Jesus. With Crummit 2. Um, and then I did a handful of stuff, a couple singles, an EP, a full length. They continue to send me stuff to work on, some acoustic tracks, a lot of stuff for the label. I, 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 I it's it'd be weird if I didn't talk to them at least once a week. Right. So. Right. But yeah, I love those guys. I lived with Shane. I lived with Adam, one of the ex-guitar players. I lived mm-hmm. with Pat for a little while. That's guitar a funny player, story. Pat. Yep. Um, Pat's a super nice guy. Yeah, lived down the road from Jeremy. So. That's yeah. Awesome. Good times. Fun times. Good times, fun times. I'm excited to chat with them. I've, we got some good rapid fire questions, I think. Yeah, we got we got a few for them. Oh look, there's Allison right there. There's the. Oh picture. yeah, Dennis lived with us for a while too. Um, I pretty much lived with all of them except Jeremy. How many bands off the revival roster have you worked on? Let's see. Andrew's got it pulled up. Go back to that artist page for for. Technically, let's see. Allison, Alteris. I did a single for artwork. Artwork. Uh, scroll down, scroll down. I would love you to work with Charlatan and Shatterproof. I know, I really want to. Misery Loves Company, I did a lot of work with them. So that's four. Funeral um, Portrait, helped five. develop them with Sean. Yeah, a bunch. And then uh, a couple five. bands that are no longer on the label, Migosh. Yep. Is one. Gotcha. Uh, there, there's a ton. I what are those dudes up to? They're, they're doing shit. They're yeah. doing stuff. I, I follow them on Instagram and stuff. <laughs> remember that time I reached out to him? I was like, you'd be a really good fit for Neil. And they're oh. like, hey, bro, we already worked with Neil. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, meant that, to be. That was a low point for me. That's all good. It happens. Shit happens, man. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm excited. We're just kind of waiting for him to call in. So. Yeah. Well, how, how are you two bros doing? Working on stuff, Neil? Hanging, I'm hanging to the left. 
<laughs> you still would. <laughs> well, we've covered that. I don't know. Beginning of the year, I got addicted to Minecraft. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How's that going? Uh, that it, still it was. It, it went well. Oh, it, good for you. Yeah. So you're off it. I am off the Minecraft. Yep. Finally kicked the habit. So that was only a couple of weeks. Yep. But it was a heavy. It was a heavy couple of weeks for sure. Not too bad, man. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Back working on shit, mixing a couple of records right now. Yeah. A um, couple of Portland dudes. One's like a 1975-ish solo artist. Um, I think the working name is The Common Condition right now. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, That's David. Yeah, and yeah. then Mr. Mutiny, like an instrumental guitar soloer. We got like 12 yeah. tracks of just soaring solos. Duncan played drums on that one. Duncan right? played drums on that, yep. The powerful Duncan. Oh, yes. That's awesome. Um, what about you, James? What are you doing? Well, a s- little side note. So, <laughs> remember I told you something happened to me, Neil? And I wanted to wait oh, to yes, talk to you about yes, it? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, on the way over here, I was running behind, as I, as I usually do. Do we have story time music? Yeah, do you have story time music, Andrew? <laughs> That'll work. There it is. Yeah, little story time uh, beats. It's getting sexy. Story time beats with Andrew. This better be a sexy story. So, I'm driving over to the studio, running late, as I mentioned. And I'm starving. I'm like shaking hungry. Can you so, talk a little sexier, please? Yeah, so. No, well, this is not a good sexy voice story. So I, I go through the McDonald's drive through and it's taking forever. Like, really, really long. Yeah. And there's a huge line building up through the drive through mm. And so the guy in front of me, he's talking for like a super long time into the speaker. That's hot. And I start getting mad at him. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Get angry. And yeah, so people start honking behind me, like flashing their lights and shit. And I'm just kind of sitting there, just kind of getting more frustrated. And we're ta- like, 15 minutes has gone by. That's a long time just to be sitting in the fucking drive-thru. So anyway, then it's my turn. I go up there and I start ordering what I want. And she, she's like, just like, at first I thought she was dumb. Like she couldn't handle what I was saying. She kept saying, uh, we don't have that here. We don't carry that. I'm like, I'm looking at it on the menu. And she's like, oh. Sorry, we just don't have that. Um, is it? Can I get you anything else? So, long story short, I go through like five different things until she finally agrees that they have that. So I finally order this, and then I can tell that her voice starts to crack, like she's about to cry, kind of thing, mm-hmm. or like a panic attack almost. And she's like, like that, that, like where the throat the, is closing off. Yeah, yeah. And so then I finally get up to the window. And she's like white in the face. And now at this point, she's talking to people behind me in the line. And the same thing, she's doing the same thing with them. Like They're just out of everything? No, she's just not handling. She's oh. like panicked and having an anxiety attack or something. Like First she, day on the job, doesn't know how to maybe, up, maybe. Maybe, yeah. but the manager's just like pulling his hair out. And there's like a huge line inside the store. And now, like I said, a huge line outside. But it was just really weird to watch someone like have a panic attack in front of your eyes. I just I feel so bad for her because everyone else would be such fucking assholes. Yeah. Everyone you could tell everyone's super pissed inside. Was she like a kid or just kind of fucking no. having a bad day? I don't know. She was like at least in her thirties. Was this like Hillsborough or something? Beaverton? No, it was the uh, Burnside McDonald's downtown Portland. You know what I mean? Like by twenty first ish, somewhere around there. Gotcha. By like shout the, out to uh, that McDonald's marathon. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a rough location. There's, like, tons of homeless people, and it's super busy. But anyway, it was just, it's not that good of a story, but it's just so crazy that, like, you're wondering why it took so long, and then you're you're literally watching someone in front of your eyes have a panic attack. It really sucked. I do that on a daily basis, <laughs> man. 
Yeah, I, I, lo- so I look in a mirror her. every morning and I just see it beginning, the panic attack. Yeah, every morning. Yeah, you just can see the swelling. <laughs> swelling. <laughs> Ooh, this goes back to the left. So, so uh, shout out to the McDonald's lady if you're listening. It'll get better. And, you know, hopefully yeah, girl, it'll get Listen, way better. It'll get way better. <laughs> Give her that big dick. Some oh my god. god that Big Mac is what you should have said. Some of the James is James MacMillan's Big Mac. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, this is shaping yeah, so up to be a great <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and now I feel terrible from that awful food. When was the last yep. time you guys had McDonald's? Ooh. That's rough. Just when I'm on the road, like stuck out it. Uh, I usually go for Taco Bell, but if I do get fast food, it's only like one or two items. Yeah. I don't get the meal. You just do it out of necessity. Yeah, just to yeah. keep moving. That is something interesting I just learned about myself. So when I was younger, McDonald's was my jam. Yeah. But now that I'm older, Taco Bell is my the jam. TB? See, it's the other way around for me. Really? Yeah. I don't yeah. know what the fuck they do, but Taco Bell, it's so goddamn good. It's Yeah, they put like cracking in or something. Something. Well, they only yeah. have like six ingredients, and they just... Have different varieties, of, like different combinations. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Fucking good. Oh, by the way, I'm I'm perusing my Facebook. Um, shout out to Andrew Serino. He does a lot of like choir stuff for Crummit and I and a bunch of guys. Super talented guy. Anyway, he's putting out a solo record and he just put up a studio update video that I'm very curious to watch when we take a break here. Uh, I was lucky enough um, to hear some of the record when we were doing Sustainer Choir. Oh. And yeah, we went over to Justin Abel's studio and they were working on some Andrew stuff and sounds awesome. Can't wait for it to come out. Anyway, side note. Uh just heard back from Nick mm-hmm. from the from the dudes. Can you can we pause real quick and we'll figure out how to do this? We'll we'll come right back. It sounds snowy over there. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite yeah. snowy. Yeah. You know, Raleigh, everyone can 25 that's years, a, six inches of snow. So. That's a keen sense of snow you've got there, Neil. I know, right? Every, every, all the years or whatever I was there, it snowed every year. It was, you get like the one day. This is the second time it snowed this year. It's like we live oh, in Colorado shit. or something. Weird. I remember mobbing around yeah. downtown Raleigh with Shane in the van. That's funny. Nice. Yep. <laughs> that's right. I will when say. When you guys did okay. confessions, you were. Uh, yeah, we got snowed in. That's right. Yep. Dennis and I slept on an air mattress. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, the only place we could get to was Black Flower. I think that's uh, where Shane right, and I yeah. went all the time. But yeah. I will say that in the years we've lived here, this is the most snow I've seen in one storm. Really? How how, how many how many feet do you have over there? Oh, it certainly is not feet. Don't don't <laughs> confuse this with anywhere that gets cool snow. But it's it's definitely Probably a solid six inches, I'd say, or close to it. It snowed for eight hours straight or something. Like, that's crazy for here. I know that sounds ridiculous to anybody who lives in places with real snow. Shit. No, a solid six inches is what James is packing. Oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> there you go. It's more like three inches, be honest. <laughs> All right, well, these two are busy and they have children, so let's let's try to be quick. Um, well, thanks again for, for calling in, guys. Um so if you guys are ready, we can we'll do the official welcoming of you. Sure. You guys are ready. Very ready. More than ready. More than ready. Okay. And six inches ready. Six inches ready. <laughs> All right. Well, ready. welcome back to the podcast. We are back from our little break. Uh, we we have Sean 
and Nick from Revival Recordings, who are calling in on the phone from Raleigh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Snowy, Raleigh, uh, North snowy Carolina. North Carolina. Um, they were originally snowy North Carolina. Yeah, well, you guys were originally going to have a Skype call with us, but uh, can you explain to the audience what happened down there? Yeah, we got hit with a snowpocalypse here in Raleigh. <laughs> um, we were supposed to be traveling up to New York, and we were flying in tonight uh, in the evening, Eastern, obviously, yes. um, and we were going to hop back on Skype once we got all settled. Uh, but our flight got canceled, and so we drove through the snowpocalypse back home, and now we are hit with children who have not expended nearly enough energy throughout the day <laughs> because they haven't had school. Oh, no. Um, and now we're at our respective homes. Yes. Well, we appreciate you guys trying and, and, and making it happen regardless. We definitely appreciate that. Yeah, we were, te- we were texting earlier saying we went from Skyping on a podcast in New York City to calling in a podcast while I'm changing a diaper. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. Go. We got significantly less cool. How 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 <laughs> snowy is the diaper? <laughs> oh, it's so packed full of snow. Yeah. You've never snow. seen a diaper so snowy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Is it also a solid six inches? Hey. Oh, <laughs> By the way, Sean, congratulations on the new baby. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much. Between Nick and I, we have six kids now. So oh my god. Daycare yeah. over here. How many boys? Yeah. How many girls again? Uh well I've got all boys, so I got three boys. Yeah. And I've got a boy a girl that's eight, a boy that's six, and another boy that's five months. Whoa. So, that's, that's crazy. That's I saw awesome. I saw one of your Instagram posts with Sebi in it. That's crazy. Yeah. Last time I saw him, he, he still couldn't even like get out of his own high chair. That's ridiculous, <laughs> man. That's crazy. He's like a, a human being now. He like does stuff. <laughs> Fantastic. That's amazing. That's awesome. Well, guys, for, for the audience listening at home, can you do a just sort of a quick bio of how the label started? Uh, for people who don't know, we're, we're, we're talking to Sean and Nick of Revival Recordings, and obviously... Sean is the lead singer of the band Alisena. Um, and we can talk about Alisena as much as we want, but I, I want the audience to kind of understand how the label started, when it started, and just kind of a, a brief history of, of all that. I mean, if you want to go back to like its inception, it was, it was in my kitchen in an apartment in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, when I officially made the decision to do it. And yeah. the first... I mean, probably the first six months to a year was more so just spent trying to even figure out what a record label was or was supposed to do. And the first two releases we did, one was my sister and I's band, Tempty Paris, and the other one was Adam Fisher from Purity 4's project, All Human. And what's crazy about that is Neil actually mixed that project. So Neil and I have been working together since the origin of of Revival, even way back then. And what year is But I would say that... That was probably it was 2012, I'd say. But when we talked about the birth of the label proper, we uh, we call it 2013. That was that was really when it was like, okay, we, we kind of know what we're doing now. And I started to build a team and things like that. Yeah. Um, and so we we consider it to be celebrating five years this year uh, as a label, and we've gone from you know completely self-distributed from like I said, a kitchen in an apartment to being directly distributed by Sony and the Orchard now. So it's it's pretty cool that we we've been entirely DIY the whole way up and 
you know, we've set goals for ourselves and been able to, to grow and grow each year. That's great, man. That's really cool. And Nick can speak more to when he jumped on board. So Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I used to uh, call in and, and try to help out Sean after probably about uh, 18 months after he started. I remember coming down uh, to Raleigh. I used to live in Maryland and I spent a month or a weekend a month. I would drive down and just kind of spend some time there and then work from home. Um, and we went through all the, you know, the early onset um, issues that a business might have, you know, trying to find your way and stumbling over your feet, trying to run. And, well, I guess a unique issue here was that Sean was in Alabama. And so all right. everything that he learned for the first, you know, two, two and a half years, um, and then he'd go out and tour, and then he'd be like, all right, you got this. <laughs> and uh, I, didn't, I didn't quite have the, uh, the industry experience, but like, I, I, guess. <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> right. It's kind of like when... Uh, Kind of like when you just throw your kid in the pool and tell him to swim. Like, you got it. You'll figure it out. Yep. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's it. Sometimes and, that's the best way. I mean, sometimes that's the best yeah, way. I don't, I don't know that this was the best way, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, through it. Fair and, enough. Uh, like, like Sean said, we, we, you, you kind of grow from all those things. You learn from mistakes you make. Um, and then we just kept signing bands and finding out that despite – uh, our flaws that people still wanted to work with us, yeah. um, which was pretty crazy in itself. Um, but you know, here we are now and we consider ourselves very valuable and very viable in the, in the industry. Absolutely. Um, and we're really happy as to where we're our things for sure. That's great. And so how many bands are on the roster, um, today? Uh, active nine, but we've got three that we haven't announced yet. Or no, we just announced our 10. So 10 with two to be announced. Yeah. Ooh. What can, well, can you tell, can you tell us anything? With, with some new bands. Yeah. Can you tell us anything, or is it all secret, secret? Uh, it's got to be secret, secret for now, man. You would you'd mess up the whole system. <laughs> any any right? idea of Everything when you're going to be announcing, at least? Yeah. Friday. Oh, cool. Friday. Ooh. Fantastic. Yeah. The next day gets announced Friday. Mm-hmm. And what was the last announcement? We're very excited. Avoid, I think. Right. Avoid. Yeah, we just announced the Avoid Friday. Yep. yep. Awesome. Yep. Well, congrats. We're really, really pumped on those guys. Where, yeah, where are they from? Really Seattle. Oh, that's right. You were talking about yeah, I, I messaged Nick about it. I dig them. That single that you guys put out, it's, it's freaking rad. Awesome. couple of Northwest yeah, boys. Absolutely. And they're, they said our whole, what we love about bands is bands that DIY work really hard. Those guys entirely get it, man. So they're a pleasure to work with. Right. Yeah, every, everybody I talk to about them, I've, I've asked from around here everybody seems to really like them has nothing but good things to say so you picked a good one. Oh, yeah <laughs> yeah they uh and so we'll be releasing new music next this friday too with a new band um so you'll have to tune in and check that out we are in the uh process of doing um this campaign in 2018 that we're really excited about here at revival called revival 52 mm, which we have saw that. committed yeah, we've committed to 52 new songs in 52 weeks. And that's one week, so or year. one song every week on Friday for the whole year. Good Very God cool. Almighty. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah and the way it works is we'll still put out albums, you know, by the third or fourth single for any band. You know, the whole album will drop that day, too. So it's not only 52 songs. It's just a promise of... Definitely, at least fifty-two songs. Or release, yeah. Well, I I know a guy if you need help with that. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) We know a few guys that can help you with that. 
We'll, we'll awesome. have our people contact your people. All right. Yes. <laughs> Who just so happens to be everybody on this conversation right yes. now. I'm sitting next to you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I am that people. Fair enough. The, That's um, awesome, guys. The cool thing about the band we're now seeing this Friday is it's our, I mean, if you don't include Alton, it's the first band from our home base here in Raleigh that we've signed. So we're really oh, very exciting. That. I think I might know, but I won't say anything. That's great. <laughs> We appreciate your silence, Neil. Yes, um, we'll talk later. Two, two of the bands I love to check in on. <laughs> two of the bands I love to check in on on the roster would be Shatterproof and Charlatan. Yes. I think I'm saying that right, Charlatan. Yes. What are those two bands up to these nice. days? We can, I guess we can start with Shatterproof. How are they doing? Shatterproof is amazing. Like they that's are. they're still they've been awesome to work with since day one. Those dudes just get it and. Super they, pro. You know, their music is their music is super unique. It, you know, the reason we kind of fell in love with it in the beginning was because it reminded us of Yellow Card and we're both huge fans of Yellow Card. Anytime you drop a violin into some rock music, yeah. you know, you've got my attention. I was going to say, it's like Yellow Card with a violin player. <laughs> awesome. that, that is yeah, Yellow Card. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see that shows you how much I know about that, that genre. <laughs> they're, like a, they're like a violin band with a violin. They're yeah. like a violin band with a violin. <laughs> Uh, what about uh, Charlatan? <laughs> what are they up to? So we were chatting with Charlatan not too long ago, actually, and we're discussing putting out some new video material for them. Nice. Um, those guys are super talented when it comes to creativity and they're, the way that they love to design their own videos. They actually run a studio, a video studio in uh, near Salt Lake, um, and so they're always constantly putting up with some new material. So uh, we have some things that we are just about ready to uh, put some release dates on for some new video materials, and then we're really stoked. Uh, they have a very unique and specific artistic message, and they keep us on our toes a lot, which is what I like. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, could, they, I could imagine. They, <laughs> they, really, they really, they push, they push their message in a very specific, unique way, and it, it causes some headaches for us, but I, I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way with yeah. you guys. Yeah, it's sometimes those bands that give you very, a very true to their art. Right, true to their art. That's great, man. Right. And it was that's you know that's a big part of what we're about too. Up front, we knew exactly what we were getting into, and they had very specific wants, and we made sure that we held up to our end of the bargain with that. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, that's that's what you guys are like excel at. <clears throat> it's definitely keeping with the artist's like integrity and stuff like that. I feel like absolutely. That's 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 our primary goal you know, since starting the company is that it's, it's a band first label. It's all about the art. It's about what each band's vision is. Every band is different. We're going to make sure we treat each band the way they need to be treated and handled. Yep. And so honestly, you know, for him to say it's our primary goal, doesn't even give it enough justice. Like right. Sean, and I know it's your thing, so you don't want to talk up as much, but this is, this is our, if you will, our vision quest for everything. I mean, yeah. we really take every single contract, every single video, everything we want to do, and we put it into a conversation with the artists to make yeah. sure that they're 100% happy with what we're trying to accomplish. That's great. Well, well, speaking of that, what I mean, what are some of the qualities? You know, if there's a young band out there listening, um, you know, you guys are, you know, a lot of kids look up to you guys. Um, you know, if there's a, a young band out there listening to, hoping to get on a label similar to Revival, what are some of the things you guys are looking for in a band? I mean, I can speak first to a quality I look in, in the guys and girls who are in the, in the bands is humility. I think number one is humility. I, I've, that's something I've tried to live my career with. And 
I think when there's humility, there's a willingness to learn and grow. And if you've got tons of egos and arrogance, it's so hard to get through and have productive conversations. So the first thing we look for when we speak to the band is, does that humility exist? Are we going to be able to work with this band and suggest ideas and actually be able to collaborate and have things go smoothly? Um, that's such a, and then from the artistic side of it, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's it. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, that's, that's such a good point that I don't hear people talk about enough. Sure. And, and especially in music and in rock and roll, there's, there's tons of egos, man. And, oh God, you know, and, and Ego can sell, you know, ego can be a trait that is appealing to an audience, but don't flash your ego at your record label or the people who are trying to work with you and, and build your career. That's right. And right. so, you know, it's, you know, we've, and we've learned some, some relationships and, you know, not, not everything goes exactly where you want it to go, but at the end of the day, that just strengthens that thought process even more of well, let's continue to seek people who, have a desire to learn because that's, you know, you mentioned mm. people, you know, kids looking up to us and things and, you know, we don't know everything. We have people we look up to, to learn from, right? Of course. But we'd like to think that we have learned some things over the years. And so, especially when a very young band comes in, we, we want to know that they're going to be willing to listen. And it doesn't mean that we're right in our way or no way. Mm-hmm. But we just want to know that it's a conversation that we can always have. Absolutely. I love it. Hey, Nielski, um, yes. Neil uh, put together some of the questions off social media. Uh, I think he's got a handful here, so not not too many, but why don't you lead that off, Neil? Okay, okay. Well, is TLE off limits or no? No, TLE is very much on limits. Sick. Um, Absolutely. I'm going to butcher these names again. I'm terrible at it, but uh, <laughs> was it Spiro underscore Rabbit X wanted to know, when is that shit coming out? Can we, yeah. we, we can probably I'm talk about that. They're excited. I'm involved with that. So Yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, we are in the final rollout phase of a lot of it. Um, as you well know, Neil, you've begun mixing the songs, and we've been getting those taken care of. Uh, we actually have a video shoot set up for the third weekend of February to knock out mm. three music videos for this record. Oh, shit. Um, in one day? Two days? No, in, in one weekend. Okay, so two days. <laughs> and, um, Still ambitious. Yes. And it's cool because the the chaotic nature of it's going to be what makes. I mean, this record, um, just to get that out there, is all about being dads. It's Nick and I's band from 15 years ago that we're resurrecting our pop punk band. And instead of writing about the stuff we wrote about when we were in our early 20s, which would not apply to our lives whatsoever anymore. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll <laughs> just say, go the direct. fuck to sleep. I'll just say that. <laughs> We, uh, we wrote a record about being dads and about, you know, wow. being husbands and what it's like to be yeah. in our mid to late thirties and raising kids. And it's yeah. where it's at times it's funny. At times it's poignant. At times it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of different things and it's cool. Like there's a lot of different songs with a lot of different kind of ideas going on, but for the majority of it, it's, it's just a good time. It's a lot of fun. And we kind of just poke fun at, at where we are. That's awesome. Yeah. And you're, and you're trying, the, you're trying to get some friends on the record too, right? We certainly are, and that stuff I unfortunately do not want to reveal just yet. Right. We will be that's, having what, that's why I worded several, it as such. <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> I appreciate that. We have we have several uh, professional singers that have uh, kindly contributed to our record, and these are all vocalists that we looked up to years and years ago when we first were in the band, and 
if you were to take a time machine back to 2002 and tell me that these guys are going to be singing on a record that we did, like I just would lose my mind. It's, That's awesome. It still doesn't feel real. We've, we've, I've listened to the songs that they sing on, and it still doesn't feel real to tell people that these guys actually yeah. came and contributed to our record. When we, um, we actually discussed this in the office last week when we were chatting with somebody else and they agreed to be part of it, and you would have thought that Sean and I had just uh, you know, hit a home run in the ninth inning of a little league game. Like it was just jumping up and down, giving high fives, hugs, that kind of thing. And it just reminds you, you know, what this was all about and, you know, puts you back in that place of we are totally different people right now than when we were 15 years ago. But man, is it awesome to go back to that spot. Yeah. And I think it's a cool snapshot too of, of like we run a record label and yet we're still such enormous fans of music and of people who make great music. And I guess that's one thing I really don't want to ever get lost about who we are and what we are, that we are sincerely just passionate guys who want to passionately help other bands try to, to get where they want to be. Yeah. I can't find anything wrong with that from where I'm sitting. Yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, any, I, I, I know we've been working on it, but for the people out there, I mean, any sort of rough ETA and when people can start hearing some stuff or the whole thing? Or... Yeah, so we have, the, we have the first single scheduled, Nick, don't we? It's, it's part of the Revival 52. Yeah, it's, so the first thing's going to come out most likely in March. Um, that's mm. our goal. As long uh, as it's March 8th, because that's my birthday. <laughs> there you go. Birthday. So. We'll write a song just for you, Neil. We'll Wait, is that here. on a Friday? Hold on, but my hey, birthday might be on a Friday. We're gonna need you to mix it on on your birthday. Is That's that fine, cool? dude. I, I can do it. Make you work on your birthday. It's called it's called <laughs> blasting off, Sean. Yeah, there you go. Oh, God, it gets oh, everything done. Thursday. <laughs> well, my birthday's yeah, on a Thursday, Thursday, so it has so. to come out the day we'll after. Just, so. We'll just go ahead and perfect. We'll change the label to Neil Recordings, and you know everything else. It'll be Neil Ellie. We'll just change the name of the band. Um, Neely. <laughs> Neely. 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 Uh, um, anyway, so March. Yeah, so no, we we have yeah, we have our first single slated for March to come out. Um and we have a date picked right now, but we're just waiting on confirmation from a couple of different things before we set it in stone. So but nice. March is the answer. Excellent. And so we actually recorded the record last March. Yep. But the truth be told, the whole reason it kept getting delayed was we had the first person come on to do a guest vocal, which was incredible. And so that backed things up. And then we got the idea of like, well, if we got him to do it, maybe we can get this guy to do it. And so then we hit him up and it's like, he did it. It's like, holy shit. Well, now that we got him to do it, maybe we can get this guy to do it. And Dare so I say it? Snowballed? And, hey! Hey! Yep, hey. Call's over. Thanks hey. for having us. Neil recording. <laughs> they just hang up. <laughs> Guys, where'd you go? They dropped the mic for me. <laughs> yes. What other yes. questions you got, Neil? I'll drop my phone. So, so, so March is what people are looking at for that, to sum it up. Yep. Yeah, you should be hearing the first bit of it in March. Yep. Excellent. Uh, a, a friend of mine named Jimmy from in town here, he missed your last Portland show, and he's curious, uh, Alisana, and so he's curious if uh, Alisana plans on touring, if they're hitting Portland anytime soon, anything you can talk about. So we're kind of using 2018 as a, I just had a baby year and Pat just got married year. Oh, um, congratulations Dennis's, to Pat. Dennis is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, I saw um, that. That's right. Yeah. Dennis is doing really great things at the, at the job where he's at, moving up a lot of there. So just a lot of uh, personal time. Sure. And 
one of the things that we're working to get done also is our next record. So we're kind of treating 2018 as a less touring, less getting on the road and, and more just kind of focusing on ourselves and, and getting the record written. Pat and I just had a conversation yesterday, uh, early part of the conversation about the direction of the new record and everything. So that's exciting stuff. Oh, we're, nice. It's always good when you, when you start to feel ready to write the next thing. So. How exciting. Well, that actually ties into the next question. Good segue. Um, Danny wants to know, are there any future stories for Alisana? Um, and if so, any hints to a direction that it would go? So, yes. I mean, the, the next record we do will absolutely be a story. Uh, Dennis and I have narrowed it down to about four or five different possible directions. That's kind of where we're at right now. It's, there's no specific idea yet. It's more like, do we want to go here, 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 those kinds of things. Um, do we want to be futuristic? Do we want to take place in the past? Like we just, we don't know exactly what we want to do with the F, but I can say that one piece I can reveal, reveal right now is that the way we deliver it, the way we deliver the music and deliver the story will be different than we've ever done it before. That's kind of all I can It's going to be, it's going to be polka. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. You, Dude, I've been, I've been waiting for that since 2009. You promised me. <laughs> oh man! You in the rest of the world? I know, right? That's awesome. Um, I know you guys are busy, so I'll try to make these as quick as possible. But um, you could, man. So, um, Nikolai Alexander wants to know. There's only two more, by the way. After this one, um, <clears throat> where do you see revival going <laughs> after in the this next one? Week? And the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah <exactly>. right. <laughs> um, yeah, you kind of alluded to this earlier, but um, what? So, so what's your 2018 plan for revival? He wants to know, like, where do you picture it going? Um, you said you were signing new artists. He was asking that, and then he also wants to know: Will the Ivory be touring again? <laughs> will the Ivory be touring again? Man, that's that's that not a question, like a question for, for you. But, sexy yeah. Shane Crump. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's Shane's band. Um, yeah. I actually know a little bit about that. He's actually like he's got a few new songs written, and he's he's been traveling to various studios to record them. Oh, nice. Um, he he sent me some demos sure. not too long ago. Awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool direction he's going into. And I'm not entirely sure what his release plan is for it. I know we're going to be helping him out a little bit. I don't know that that means he'll be releasing it with us, but we're going to give him a hand in a couple different areas. Yeah. Um, and he mentioned wanting to do some shows, but I think it might be very similar to the Alexander situation where 2018 is more of a, a regrouping and a, you know, rebranding and, and writing some new stuff for him. Nice. Gotcha. So, yeah, and then to summarize the revival thing, so you're releasing a bunch of... So when, I, I guess to kind of take it into a different direction, but um, so when, when is, how, over the, how much time is going to elapse before you announce all these new signings? Are there, are you announcing all the new signings for this year or are you in the works with other bands? Like how, what's the, how's the label expanding, I guess, the, for 2018 is I what think, I'm trying to say. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think by the end of 2018, our goal, it'll probably be, Somewhere between six and eight new bands will oh, be on wow. revival by the end of the year. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah, and it's it's just part of our plan. We're we they will be shuffled right in to the revival fifty two. I mean, we're gonna have new Alisanemies or not? Well, I guess kind of new since it's part of Origins um, that is still going to be released that has not been made public yet. Uh, if you didn't buy the Origins package, um, and then we'll have other bands that are releasing uh, new albums that are already on the label. Um, and then we will have a handful of new bands as well that will be joining, um, and which will help contribute, um, including TLE, uh, throughout the 52 weeks. 
But so, Neil, yeah. this is this is Neil recording now, so you probably knew that already, <laughs> right? <laughs> Excellent. No, so so yeah. to, to summarize, the, the label is, is growing. And it's been a goal of ours all along. Is we've never wanted to be a genre-specific label, and mm. I think that 2018 will showcase that more than it ever has in any year prior. That's really well, good to hear. That's awesome. How exciting! Yeah. So you're in talks with some bands, I'm guessing, is what it sounds like. Absolutely, yeah. We're we're in some really good talks with some really awesome guys. Mm-hmm. And girls, as it were. And um, yeah, we're really excited about, about where everything's heading. We wow. really don't stop that. Um, Can't stop, won't stop. Always, Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> we always want to be looking for more and more talent um, because it's, I mean, it's an ever-growing sea out there. Um, and you just never know who is going to come your way or who is coming out of a contract and um, has listened to this podcast so they're super interested in your label. Um, so <laughs> you just always keep talking to people. Yeah, nice. that's where a business built on relationships. So. The the label will keep growing like the snow in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah no kidding. All right, last yeah, fan question, it, yeah. and then I and then you can be rid of me. Um, nearly dead six 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 wants to know. Um, <laughs> will you guys do any uh, future fan projects again? I guess uh, this person missed the last uh, video fan project that you guys did for the for that single. Um, and she also oh, sure. she also has a side note. Just says she loves you guys. Um, Alice Anna got her through a bunch of hard times, and she says thank you and keep up the good work. It's awesome. Awesome. I mean, we are. If you followed Alice Anna closely at all over the last decade plus, you know we're definitely a fan oriented band, and I'm sure there's going to be more things that we do that that get them involved. Um, but you know, off the top of my head, honestly, after the exhausting process that Origins was, that's that's definitely not the forefront of my thought process right now. That was a really daunting task to take on. And it's, yeah. I kind of need to let some other things simmer and, and kind of get back into that. But um, yeah, I mean, we're always looking for ways to get our fans involved and I hope to continue to do that in unique ways. Yeah. I, I remember how stressed you guys were with origins. I remember that. <laughs> it, just, it was one of those projects that just kept growing and growing and growing. And it was like, Oh my Lord, like this is so big. Yeah. Then it's done, and then you're like, this done. thing that we did is awesome. So yeah, and it's, it's songs from almost a de- like one, the coward is from a decade ago almost. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah, so man. so we, gathering all that stuff, I can only imagine. Yeah, and it's crazy too because you mentioned the coward like that. That was kind of what spearheaded the idea to do B sides because I knew we had professionally recorded that already, the music to it. I was like, that would be really easy to knock out. Just got to get in there and, and knock out the vocals. And then, you know how I am. It's like, well, it can't be that simple. I should go and dig up five <laughs> other songs and completely re-record everything. Like, that's a great idea, right, guys? And, uh, and there I am ripping my hair out as all the deadlines are hitting. But, yeah, it was, it was really just because of that laying around and always wanting to fin- uh, properly finish that song that the, the idea kind of spawned. Exactly. That's awesome. Fantastic. Well, that, that was fan questions, it sounds like. Um, I got a question for you guys. I know you guys are huge baseball okay. fans, and as am I. I think Nick or Sean. I can't, I can't forget who I talked to, but you guys know I'm a huge baseball guy, right? Did, did yeah, actually, I this? think it was the day you, the day you and I talked. We talked a lot about baseball. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm currently wearing the local single A Hillsboro, Oregon baseball team the hillsborough hops i'm wearing right. their, their t-shirt right now where stars are born am i right <laughs> oh, am i right am i right <laughs> uh, that's hilarious um well i have a question about the phillies because that's your team right because you guys yeah, are originally in maryland originally 
Um, no, we're both originally South Jersey. Yeah. Oh, that explains. So that's right. I knew which is like Philly there. South. It's like the beach for Philly. <laughs> that's right. If you're in, in that part of Jersey, I mean, that's the only team you really can root for, right? Well, yeah. And our, and our and our and our is about to go to the Super Bowl too, not to change the football. Oh shit! What was that? Yeah, sir. <laughs> the football team's going One to the Super Bowl. One more win. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's awesome. Congrats. Dude, I remember that's when Chip Kelly was Sunday. the coach. They were doing terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just like, ignore that era. Chip that Kelly's like, yeah. Dude, but Chip yeah, Kelly killed it at Oregon existed. University. University of Oregon. Though. And he killed it here for like half a season. And then he <laughs> absolutely shit the bed and destroyed that franchise. And they had to pick up the pieces and rebuild it. And here we are in the NFC Championship game. So, yeah. The figure. Um, Thanks, Chip. Anyway, your Phillies question. <laughs> well, where do you see? I mean, you know, a baseball is a funny sport in that it kind of goes and ebbs and flows. I mean, it's never really going to go away. It's like a timeline to America's history. And I get all that. But it seems like it's kind of a hard sport to convince young people today, at least like in 2018 to get into. Are, are you guys seeing, I mean, you're, cause you're from an area where baseball is still really popular. I mean, especially minor league and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Are you, are you guys excited uh, for the direction of baseball? Um, or do you, or do you think it's, it's something that we need to, we need to save? <laughs> cause I'm concerned. Nick, I know I have a response. Wow. So if you want to take it first, I'm concerned. Yeah, so wait. Deeper question than I was anticipating getting into. I'm actually kind of excited. At this. I'm a deep <laughs> baseball guy. This is how I think about it. But go ahead. I thought it was going to be like, see, you're Phillies fans, right? How do you feel about home runs? No, 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 no. <laughs> do you no, think that's, that's, that's the question I would ask? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'd say um, the free agency thing is a little bit concerning uh, with the contract that gets so out of control because you really limit spending. Yes. And the way that. Yes particularly the Miami Marlins are handling their their, te- their new team with or their team with the new owner mm-hmm. seems to be an absolute disgrace to the game. Um, they're just literally shedding all of the good players that they have because they can't actually afford to pay them uh, because the ownership took on too much debt when it first bought the team. And what it's done is it's really put, uh, I would say, a black eye, honestly. Oh, it's on, awful. On some of the sport. It's yep. absolutely awful. I mean, I have nothing against Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge playing in the American League together, as they'll be far away from the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Mar- Marcelo's in on the Cardinals, and then you move D. Gordon all the way out west. Like, this is just, they took their best talent, and they just dumped him. And it concerns me that this could possibly become a trend for other trends from other teams, and the mm-hmm. Pirates might be doing something similar right now, oh, which God. is with moving Garrett Cole and, and then Andrew McCutcheon and now Josh Harrison wants out. And it's, it's, it's a disaster. It concerns me. And it, it yeah, sucks it because, me, I mean, sure. it goes both ways. Like, you know, there was a time where baseball players were essentially indentured servants and they had no, no options and no choice of their own freedom and their own liberty of, of how they want to be, uh, you know, a professional oh, yeah. player. And, and the, I, uh, yeah. The, the Major Baseball that. Players Association is one of the strongest unions in the world. It definitely is. so hard to, to get rid of all that. Yeah, but it just sucks. I mean, it's pretty few and far between that you see, you know, I'm not a Yankees guy, but who doesn't like Derek Jeter? I mean, well, at least on some level you respect the guy. And he's like sure. one of the last sure. one of the last guys that stuck it out from beginning to end with one team. And there's probably other reasons financially for why he did that. But the point being, if you ask him, he said from the time he was a little kid, he always wanted to play with the Yankees and he ended up doing that and he stayed the whole time. 
And I just, I just miss that, man. I just miss it. You know, like I, it was, it was sad to see Ichiro go from the Mariners. He was such a loyal Northwest guy and Seattle has a really strong Asian, especially Japanese community. And it was so cool when he was part of the team and it really felt like he wanted to be there. But he left and went and played with the fucking Yankees. It's it's just sad. <laughs> I'm just curious what you guys think about it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. The one thing, I mean, I mean, the tip of your question was about, yeah, you know, the tip. Kids today, are they going to latch on the baseball and everything? And I kind of got like a two part answer to that. One is that baseball still, for the most part, especially in the large markets, they still pack out stadiums throughout the summer. Everything. Oh hell yeah. And. There's just something about baseball that people are drawn to. Now, it doesn't have the rabid fan base that the NFL has, and I get that. And mm-hmm. honestly, NBA fan bases are becoming similar to that. But mm-hmm. there's just something about baseball. And for baseball, it's because, you know what, dads hand the baseball down to their sons, yeah. right? And so there's always like a, a love for that for that reason. But what concerns me about baseball actually comes from more of a modern media standpoint. They seem very antiquated in their willingness to allow the way media is handled now yeah. to infiltrate baseball. And that's a problem. Like that is such just a letting huge fans point. post Yes. Yes. Like letting fans post videos yes. of their of the games and stuff. They yep. MLB is always so quick to rip that stuff down and like recently uh, the Phillies minor league team had some event last week and they wouldn't let bloggers attend. It was like media's allowed, no bloggers allowed. And it's like that is so ridiculous because there's so many incredible Phillies blogs out there and podcasts that like a fan like me, I go to those things. I go and read those blogs and I go and listen to those podcasts. I don't go to the Philadelphia inquire.com to get my Phillies news. Of course not. And so here they are completely trying to shut out this generation from its sport. And that doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't make any sense. If they're going to, no. And so if they're going to survive the the new generation, so to speak, they're going to have to have to stop handling the business that way yeah. isn't it, isn't it interesting too like from the same angle you have it's the one sport with like all these unwritten rules and these mm-hmm. older people that have all this gentlemanly you know approach to it where you can't celebrate um the hall of fame is extremely limited for all of those players that did so much for the sport 20 years ago yep. and mm-hmm. you don't ever want to add they were so late to add replay and they do such something that are so antiquated yep and yet, at the same time, it's like you said, it's they're they're, they're struggling to or they're trying to um, or struggling to keep the younger um, generation in, and it's they're refusing so to. They're, like we always joke around, Nick and I. Our dads are both curmudgeons, right? We love them to yeah. death, and we talk sports all the time. But they are the two most curmudgeon human beings. On so Earth. is my old man. And like, and the sport is still catering to our dads. <laughs> when they should be catering to not even to us. Like we're in our mid to late thirties. Like that's we're not even your market anymore. You need right. to be catering like 10 years younger than us. Totally and they're old. still catering to our dads in our 60s. And it's like, eventually our dads in our 60s are not going to be here anymore. And then your, your fan base is going to dwindle. Well, so the, only thing I, just, the only thing I'm hopeful for with baseball is I, I, I see what you're saying, and I wholeheartedly agree they need to catch on to the modern way of doing things, involve social media and bloggers and podcasters and all that crap. However, I, I hope that the thing about baseball is the thing that people are attracted to in the end. In other words, you know, with the instant technology, Netflix, no one has patience. No one listens to records all the way through anymore. Not really. People just skip through. No one has real patience. And they want those instant replays, the tackles, the slam dunks, the home runs. But 
The porn. The porn. <laughs> but, you know, I can tell you guys are real baseball fans, and, like, the, the thing we like about it is the pace of the game that allows time for conversation, sure. that allows time for reflection. It's a slow game um, for a reason. And, like, I hope, I hope that that's what young people are attracted to in the first place. Like, it's the, one of the... Th- the few things out there that you can go back and it feels like a pastime, but it's still modern. Does that make sense? Sure. Like, I hope that that, that yeah, they need to so, sell that. That's so what needs to be sold. So I could segue off into so many different things. Oh, I get to. We should really. Statement because <laughs> for me, like everything, and I preach this all the time, like in my personal life and my business life, everything to me is moderation, right? You can't go too far in any direction yep. you have to always sit somewhere in the middle and that's what baseball needs to do i'm not saying turn your back entirely on the beauty of the game i am a baseball purist i love baseball it's my number one sport i love everything about it so i don't want to see them changing rules that they're talking about instituting a pitch clock and stuff and like i don't want any of that i don't care if my baseball game takes four hours to complete no. i love baseball i just want to watch the game i want to watch it play out the way it's meant to be played out sure but i also understand their desire to attract this younger audience. What the problem is, is they're doing it the wrong way. Yep. Instead of figuring out a way to let new media capture the game more yep. properly, they're like, no, we need a pitch clock so that yeah. the game that, is That's four so minutes not shorter. the fix. Like, no. no. The game does not need to be four minutes shorter. No. I need to have a way to watch the highlights of that yes. game or listen Instagram. to that game the next day. Do you know how great right? yeah. Instagram right. is for baseball? I need to follow on Instagram and see clips from the game. See Rich Hopkins hitting home runs on Instagram feed. So how does that work? How does that work? Can you go to a game and, and, I mean, you could post an Instagram story of a game, right? That's not going to get taken down. Yeah, I mean, you could, but but anything that's any sort of quality level, I see what you're saying. Right. Well done, they whip that shit down instantly. Like, if you were to do it from the Alicena Instagram, they're going to take it down because it has a bigger following. Is that what you mean? Yeah, the, the, the bigger well, following no, and the, the higher quality footage right. is more where it's at. Uh, right, like, you, can post like, uh, you can put like a fan reaction. Like you're at the game and somebody cranks a home run and you're watching the crowd go nuts. You can do that because it's not like a zoomed in, pitch yeah. by pitch, you know, right. quality view. And it's just a candid watch, audience moment. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I can't start a, a Phillies, you know, Instagram page and put high quality content on there that fans will love because they'll absolutely rip that down. It's right. silly. It's so antiquated and silly. Right. But don't worry. They're going to have a pitch clock. That's going to fix everything. Guys. Don't <laughs> oh, worry. God. And, and they just hope, you know, the, the number one thing you, to me anyway, football is clearly the biggest sport in the country right now. Mm-hmm. And the number one complaint I hear about football when it comes to broadcast and such is you have these two talking heads in the booth that use every single second of airtime to talk about something. And baseball is the exact opposite. And if they start yep. going that way, you're going to really drive away those purists. Yes. I mean, yep. it's it's yep. absolutely brutal. I mean, I it love watching. Brutal. We do the, the MLB package every year to get all the Phillies games, and I love listening to the local Phillies announcers because they absolutely. just take their time. They'll go pitches mm-hmm. upon pitches without saying anything and it, just let you soak in what's going on. Yep. Yep, they let the game breathe. Cause, you know, that's, that's the best of the best in baseball. Oh, absolutely. And that's what makes the, the sport so beautiful. The more you speed it up, the more it's going to lose what makes it beautiful, and that would be a shame. Well, the only thing I know about baseball is Cespedes. <laughs> what about it? Cespedes? The home run derby that <laughs> I won. even met. Oh. Remember that? Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yep, we, we picked I, uh, we... I won the home run derby this past year with Aaron Judge, so nice. we are 
I don't know shit about <laughs> baseball. And then when I moved to Raleigh, we picked names out of a hat to watch the home run derby to see who had won. I picked Sesame's and he just won the home run derby. <laughs> what so, year is that? That must have been like. That was when I first moved out there, right? 13, 20. That was. Yes, it was. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I remember Mike was there too, Mauro. How funny. Yeah, that's right. That was a good time. Now, how many times, here's another question about baseball. How many times have the two of you, and you can answer individually, but how many times have you guys watched the Ken Burns miniseries all the way through? How many times do you think you've watched that? Zero. I've really? Never, I've actually watched it. Yeah. No. No. That is shocking. <laughs> For a baseball. Well, let's oh, say, too. Really? I, I love I love history and I love baseball. You guys it's just love a it. really daunting thing to commit myself to. It's just so put it on, like, if you're working on, on the computer or something, just put it on the background. It's like a podcast. It's so good, guys. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's like, yeah, remember, so good. We started this conversation off with, hey, we're a bunch of dads and we have three kids <laughs> running around. <laughs> like, <right>. You have <laughs> no time. <laughs> no, I get it. Well, if you ever do that, find the time. It would be a good way to put them in the bed, though. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's boring to anyone that doesn't care about baseball. It's very boring. It's like it's narration with still images. <laughs> so it's it's not very right. uh captivating for people who don't care. But it's great, man. They they go all the way back <laughs> to like the Civil War era and talk about the first people who played baseball in the country. It's amazing. Love it. Oh, and Ken Ken Burns is amazing at what he does too. Yeah. I, I don't doubt for a second that's absolutely incredible. Yeah, and I mean, and like every legendary player and team, they just dissect it. Like Babe Ruth has two epi- uh It's like a, a full hour and a half episode dedicated just to Babe Ruth. It's so great. Yeah, we'll do Nick. And we'll just tell the wives that instead of binge watching Shameless, we'll just start watching baseball by Ken Burns and see if <sighs> they go for it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just tell him you're going out to the bar, but instead you're going over to Nick's house and to watch watching, watching baseball yeah. documentaries. Yeah, I'll just say we're going over. I'm going over to get some work done, and we'll just watch baseball. Like Ken, Burns. <laughs> Ken Burns did a – because, you know, each episode is called an inning. Get it? It's really cute. Uh, but um, hey. she... So he did nine innings in, the like, the 90s, and then he did the 10th inning in, like, 2004, I want to say. And that one was really exciting. Oh, wow. Like he covers steroids and Bo Jackson and, uh, you know, that that era of just roided out home run crushing monsters. So um, the the legend is. That's cool. The rumor is going to do another one. So we will see. Oh, wow. Um, guys, here's time for a different segment we do. And this will be our last little segment with you. And we'll let you go take care of your children. Uh, we call this rapid fire questions. It's really just another excuse to ask you more questions, if I'm being honest. Uh, <laughs> and fans of questions. Uh, well, the good. idea is originally we were going to have it like a quick, I, you know, we ask you a question, then you don't think about it too long, you answer as quick as you can. But that almost never happens, so don't feel bad if it's not too quick. Right, Neil? No, we got to follow the rules. This is how we got to okay. do it. Okay, all right, yeah, hey. Yep. Who do you want to go first? Well, are you going to follow right. rules or tradition? Because tradition, right. they always we'll elaborate. Absolutely, yes. We will absolutely follow the rules. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So we'll give you. Uh, Who do you want to go first? Um. Let's see. Yeah. How are we gonna do that? So, some people. of the questions are tailored to specific Sean. people. Um. So let's 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 start with Nick every time, unless it's a Sean specific one. Okay. I, I'll answer the Sean ones too. That's perfect. Okay. No, that works perfectly. And I'll answer the Nick ones. Yeah. Um, perfect. I, love I actually like it. Yeah. yeah I like oh, it. we can alternate. Okay. <laughs> this this first one is for Nick. All right, you ready, Nick? 
Rapid fire questions with Nick of Revival Recordings. Number one, favorite player from the past? Baseball. Baseball? Yes. Uh, Quickly, Nick. Quickly. uh, Five. Four. Who? Yeah. Easy. Okay. Fantastic. So, rapid fire. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. See, they start talking about baseball. I just want to elaborate. Okay, okay. I answered the time. I mean, come on. James, you better slow down before you hurt somebody. <laughs> what about you, Sean? Favorite player from yeah. the past? I was Lenny Dykstra, without okay. question. I used to have like 19 posters in my room. How about we do that? How about you ask it to Nick, and then I'll just ask the same question. That works. Sean. We can do that. All right. All right, number two. I'll just pretend not to hear it the first time so that I'll have 35 seconds. So yes. Get my okay. Together. All right. But this, this time we'll start with Sean. Because it's a little alternate. Oh, well, you got to tell me the yeah. question first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we, second on the list here? Yeah. Can you read I my... I can't read your fucking writing. Oh. Yeah, you got that. Okay, Sean, you ready? Yes. Whiskey or vodka? Wait, say it again? Whiskey or vodka? Ooh, vodka if it's in a drink, whiskey if it's straight. There Good answer. Go. Boom. It, exact opposite for me. Oh. Well, we haven't <laughs> asked you yet, Nick. Yeah, Nick, whiskey or vodka? <laughs> they have to say the question again. I'm sorry, I thought this was rapid, rapid fire. See, now you know why this is never burn. rapid. This is a slow burn. It's a, you it's call a, this the slow burn round. Elaborate fire questions. So he, Nick <laughs> prefers whiskey, I guess, is what he said. Nick, you prefer I, If whiskey. I'm mixing a drink, I prefer whiskey. If I have to shoot straight, I'd go vodka. Really? Wow. That's interesting. Complete opposites. Well, we can't Opposite be a band together stuff. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. What are you, Russian? Right, I'm, yeah, officially broken up. I'm turning the record label. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Honorado was Russian. Yeah. <laughs> what is Honorado? <laughs> I don't know. So that's a good better here in the slow burn round. Whoa, way to go. Yeah, see? So there you go. There's, there's some more info to me. I generally don't shoot straight liquor, so the preferred drink is whiskey. There you go. What a gentleman. Okay, so who's next? So You. Ask Nick. Okay, Nick, we got Raleigh or Maryland? Like, which one do you like Jesus, better? That's... North Carolina and Maryland, I think, would have been a more... <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, that's your goddamn question. Yeah, I guess, it's, I guess it's North Carolina for me. Um... If my wife's listening, she might stab me. But, um, no, everything is here right now, and yep. everything is wonderful. So I'm in the present, and it's great, and that's what I'm sticking with. Okay, Sean, my question for you is, <laughs> uh, North Carolina or Maryland? <laughs> Well, considering I'm not from Maryland, I'll go with North Carolina. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> also, my children were born here, so. Always yeah. All right. So this is for. I think you should just keep firing them off. Yep. Nick, you ready? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. Yeah. Tacos. There's my man. All right. They both like tacos. Both like tacos. Copy that. Moving on. I mean, I I oh. also like burritos. Well, yeah, I will eat a burrito if you put it in front of me. This is yeah. like gun to your head kind of answer. Right. Well, okay. I will eat the taco okay. first. All right. Chicken or steak, eat, though? Chicken or steak? I'll... Yeah, chicken Maybe. or steak. Oh, if it's in a taco, chicken. If it's like, you know, cooking on the grill, steak. Yeah, good answer. Gotcha. You guys are Americans. Sounds good to me. All right. Yeah. Number five. I guess technically that's six at this point. Right. <clears throat> Fender or Gibson? That's a Sean one, I think. Or I guess, no, that's Nick, you Sean play one. guitar, right? I do. 
Okay. I used to have, I guess my, my favorite guitar actually wasn't uh, Epiphone Les Paul modeled after Gibson. So I'll go back. I'll go Gibson. Sweet. Yep. Both? Literally, PRS for life. Love it. Ah, there and it I'm is. not just saying that because I'm... And I'm not just saying it because I have an endorsement. I swear. Yeah. No, I love it. <laughs> hey, Gibson, you listening? <laughs> you do like your telly, though. <laughs> I do love that damn telly. Yeah, again, the head, I would, I would go Fender over Gibson. Just because I love Telecaster. Okay. Um, this one is going to be for Sean. Because <laughs> this makes sense for Sean. All right. You know, these are some weird gun-to-head gun questions. They sure are. They sure Either are. taco eater or burrito, one or the other. Like, like honestly, put yourself in that scenario. Like somebody busts <laughs> in your house, you're like, listen to me. Taco or burrito. That's taco the or burrito. That's the point. <laughs> that's all I want to know. <laughs> Which guitar are you going to play? <laughs> like, I think I would just start fucking laughing. Like, Do you prefer North Carolina like, or Maryland? <laughs> Don't laugh. Don't laugh at the slow Chicken burn. or steak, bitch. <laughs> Think you need to look into your life, man. Yeah. <laughs> Take some bad decisions. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sean, you ready? Yes. Favorite country to tour? Um, uh, my favorite place to tour ever of all time is Bangkok, Thailand. Oh, Ooh. wow. Interesting. What did you think it was going to be, Neil? there forever. I didn't know. Didn't you I, say thought, I thought maybe Brazil. Oh, that was one of the questions. You didn't ask them. What's that? Remember the sort of the ongoing joke? Oh, yeah. Everybody comments, come to Brazil. That was one of the fan questions that we yeah. forgot to ask you. Yep. It was more oh, of a the Philippines. The yeah. Philippines. My, my, my favorite thing is that no matter what we post, it can be literally anything, and there will absolutely be somebody that says, come to Brazil and come to the Philippines. That's what Neil said. <laughs> there was actually two people that commented on my Instagram about come to Brazil as if I was in the band. <laughs> Hilarious. Anyway, so time by the way, clockwork. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, for me, it would be Mexico because I went with Sean to Mexico. So there you Excellent. go. <laughs> okay. Here's another one for Sean. Um, the Cigarros or May, M A E, the band May. Oh, I knew that would stump you, asshole. Gun to your head. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, you head. son of a bitch. The same guy that asked <laughs> you about tacos and burritos. It's like asking me which one of my children I love most, man. Come on. I'm going to do that. Five, no, four, I, three. I, I would have to go with May just because it's, oh. it's been my longest fandom. It's so, my longest fandom. Well, so. Sean, one of the guys I represent, Travis Ball, he, he he's worked with that band before, and he's mixed them. So he's, uh, yeah, uh, he's, yeah, they're they're is, good friends of his. He tours with them, right? Well, yep. super fucking yeah, that's cool. right. can, yeah, Travis does front of house now. for him. Yeah, he does front of house on tour with them, too. <laughs> can you say you can say goodbye to Neil now? <laughs> yeah, I guess Neil's not doing the rest of the TLE record. Like, I know, I know, oh, no. I know a lot of work together, man. But, what uh, have I done? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> so the friendship and all, I get that. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, this one can be for Nick. Um. I don't even know how to ask this because this was a Neil question. Wait, let me read it. I'll I'll read it to you. Do that. Which one? Okay. Oh. Oh, okay. So, which circa pop punk do you prefer? The early two thousands or nowadays pop punk? <laughs> I think That's I know the question. answer. Come on. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Drive through records. <laughs> Take the shit on all. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, yeah, it's the best. 2000s drive-through punk, pop punk is 
the best thing that's ever happened in music, in my opinion. Wow. So. Strong. Is there anything statement. faster than rapid fire for that answer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> faster than rapid fire. Oh, man. Um, this one can be for Sean. No, no, this is for Nick. Sorry. This is a Nick question. Okay. Dogs or cats? Cats. Good. Really? Yeah, I'm a cat guy too, man. Yeah. We love our cats. I've had I had cats my whole life. Sean, I'm sure you probably agree too. But I, I had cats pretty much my whole life yeah. until my son was born, my first son, and he was allergic to cats. And it was, we had to get rid of my cats and it was the hardest thing I've had to do. Oh, I can't and, even uh, imagine. And I would probably get him the second that he moved out. Yeah. I love him, man. Yeah. All right. Um, Sport user. Oh, okay. So this is the last question. And this can be, we'll have both of you chime in. Okay. So this is a Neil question. I I like this one. Here here he comes. Sport easier to rig, dot, dot, dot. Baseball or football? Oh, that's, that's, I mean, if I'm answering versus football, there's just too many uh, variations, too many, too many factors in a baseball game to rig it. And there's no clock. So yeah. for me, like, yeah. to, any sport with a clock is easier to rig with a, than a sport without a clock because you can just find excuses to not let something happen until the clock right. runs out. Like, at, at its core. I would agree with that. Whereas uh, baseball, something's got to happen at the end of the game for it to end. Basketball is the answer. Oh, shit. That, that is the answer. That's absolutely the easiest sport to raise. Definitely. It's, that's yeah. a close second to boxing. Because boxing is the number one sport you can pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would, yeah, I would argue that the NBA is, is the closest second to that. Yep, I would agree. All right, that was rapid-fire yeah, that- questions, everybody, with Nick and Sean. That was probably the fastest rapid-fire we've done yet. <laughs> hey, man, we promised like you at the top we're going to rapid-fire this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's never rapid fire, ever. Well, hopefully ever. the speed of rapid fire uh, heated up the state over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, the snow is melting from the rapid fire. Perfect, so that, that was our goal, yeah. <laughs> how, I, by the way, do you like how many segues back into the snow I've made? <laughs> how about Informa? Probably the snow segue king. <laughs> Andrew, for the, the <laughs> outro song, you got to play snow. Right. Informer. There we go. By the way, Sean. You guys and... have. Go ahead. I was gonna. I was gonna ask. You guys have like a leaded music for these segments. <laughs> Not really for each segment. We have an intro song for the show, and then we do one to take the show out. Then we usually have like a. Pee, oh, you should. A, nice. We have a break in the middle where we do a little pee break and smoke break or whatever, and uh, we have a song in between as well. Do you have? Do you record that too? Those segments. Yeah, James yeah. sings it live every time. <laughs> It's improv. It's really great. You should be here just, and watch it. Uh, I mean, I just figured, Neil, with all of the shit that you've heard over those years, there has got to be some five to ten second clips of music that just blow your mind with how absurd they are, and it would be great music segue to the new segment. You know, that's not a I'm bad idea. Can we borrow that idea I'm from you? You can certainly own it. Mr. Excellent. Neil recording. You can just run with that. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we should let these guys go. Take care of your families and, and be safe. We, we really appreciate you being on the show. I know it's kind of difficult to it's make it, so we appreciate it. Well, I, I for one, had a great time. I Yay. appreciate it. Thank you. Good. For sure. If you ever want Thank to come back on and talk you. more baseball, I think that would be, oh, yeah. be a good time. Anytime. Anytime. <clears throat>
If you want to see some passion, pull out these lips. That's all you got to do. Tell me we're going to talk baseball. We'll be good. Now I have an erection. Love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell the audience where people And my can... job is complete. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. That's all I've been waiting for. Uh, where can people find you guys? Go ahead, Nick. In North Carolina. <laughs> in the U.S. <laughs> um, in the, uh, so we have uh, our website for the label is RevivalRex. That's R-E-C-S dot com. Uh, we can learn all about our bands. Um, on Facebook, uh, all our handles, Instagram, Twitter, we're all at Revival Rex. Um, and then you can look for our bands individually as well. And TLE. TLE. TLE Rocks, I think is what our thing is. I don't remember. Uh, we're, we're in the process of changing it to TLE Rocks. I'm not really sure what it is right at this current second. Drew was I can't remember if it got approved or not, but. Gotcha. Uh, we are Drew was handling it. Yes. Cool. And don't worry, once once we go live with CLE, Dad Punk, you'll find it. You'll be able to find it everywhere. So you'll be able to find it at your corner store. At your corner store. It's gonna be playing everywhere. Love it. Sitting in the fridge next to Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for being on, guys. I think um today is Wednesday, so we'll probably have the show out tomorrow late afternoon on Thursday. At the latest Friday morning. So Very cool. We'll let you know. Sounds great. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank thank you. you. Oh, man. Really, really a good time. Thanks, okay, guys. good. We'll, we'll definitely do it again. We'll be a repeat guest for sure. Definitely. Sure. Sounds good, guys. All right. Take care. Take care. Be safe. Have yeah, a good night. Love you, brother. Adios, Adios, man. Bye. See you. Bye, guys. Bye. Andrew, I got to pee. Let's all go pee. That's yeah. that goddamn cat again. What's up, all y'all? We back from our pee break. We back from our smoke break. Y'all have a successful break. Yeah. I don't even know what you just said there. Neither do I. <laughs> I kind of stuttered too while I did it. James the stutter. We smoked cloves. No, you like, didn't. Like a bunch of posers. You're lying. Now you're just lying to people. You saw Real us. Pretty. Real pretty. That was a good fade out, by the way. Thanks, bro. Thanks, man. Um, for the listeners, I hope you guys had a good break. Um, you didn't have a break because this is a continuous podcast. A break from so my voice is, is what they had. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That's true. Sorry um, to be back. <laughs> thank you to Sean and Nick of Revival for being on the show. We appreciate it, gentlemen. Super busy guys. So does the cat. They found time. This is a podcast cat. Yeah, God, what a stressful evening for them, huh? Yeah. Snow. Dude, the snow just sh- shuts down the south, man telling you yeah the whole city shut down shuts down portland yeah it's fucking hilarious every time it happens remember last year that oh, was God. rough man yeah, that it, was legitimately it, it stuck around bad, though. yeah it's like a whole fucking week mm-hmm. yep 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 well andrew why don't we do some current events yeah i've yeah. got a few things to talk about i'm sure what all you right got, homie? missile up what's going on with the fucking hawaii shit Wait, oh my what? God. Isn't that crazy? I don't know anything about current events. What's going on? You haven't Hawaii. heard about this? No, I Hawaii have not. Hawaii missile oh. mess. Missile no. mess. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, Phil, Phil Nealion. Pushing the wrong button was an explanation provided <laughs> in an official timeline for the false warning that scared the devil out of people in Hawaii on Saturday morning. Oh, wow. Alerting them to an incoming ballistic missile that never was. The Did, wrong or button was, it? was pushed. 
declared by Vern Mayagaya. <laughs> That's a rough name. Head of the uh, state's emergency management agency. Miyagi? So, you know, you didn't hear about this? I did not, no. So, my, my older sister, Sarah, and her family were on vacation in Hawaii when this happened. Mm. They were hiking, you know, like... Oh, we, shit, and they all got iPhone alerts. Yes, like they that. got that. There ballistic, in all caps, Look at ballistic that. missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate this shelter. This is not a drill. Holy shit, so, people... get this now. My Whoa. sister, they, they get the message. Their kids are back at the hotel with two of their friends that, who are babysitting them while they can go hiking. Wow. Anyway, they get this message. There's, like, alarms going off, and no one is thinking this is a joke. Like, the whole community Well, no, it's in all caps. Out. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they, they run down the trail back to the hotel. They find their little kids with these two adults who are babysitting them in a closet crying and hiding. Because <laughs> everyone thought it was real. Yeah. Wow. The hotel's freaking out. <laughs> Everyone's just running around like, oh my god! Well, you know, this answers North one of my... North Korea's finally doing it! This actually answers one of my questions, though. If there ever was what a missile fuck? threat, we're going to get iPhone notifications. Yeah, so this is how it's going to happen. I, I suddenly feel a little more comfortable. But not. Yeah, but, this, but this is messed up. Yeah, <laughs> it, works. it works. Well, we know it works. Yeah, <laughs> That's what people keep saying it's, is like, it, it seems pretty weird that it was like a mistake. Someone accidentally hit it. I mean, maybe that's what happened. UFOs. Like maybe said. it was a drill. <laughs> it was a real drill. Like well, they always this put this. Works. This is the know. test of the emergency broadcasting. Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, crazy. Maybe though, right? yeah. Who knows? Maybe conspiracy theorists would would ultimately contemplate that maybe, or surmise, I should say, that maybe this uh, something happened that they don't want to tell us about. That's yeah. what other people are saying too. Yeah. Like maybe it was for real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like a thirty-five minute gap between the correction or when they came out and like spoke about it. 35 minutes? Yeah, I think they were in fear for like th- a full 35 minutes before they had a fucking answer that was a false alarm. That is a lifetime to be in that kind of panic. Jesus Christ. Fuck my life. God. Yeah, that's crazy. How does that happen? Yeah, hopefully um, you know, hopefully it was really just an accident, I guess. I, I don't know if that's worse. Only time will tell. Um, no, that's, that's fucking crazy. Um, what else you get? Drewski? Drewski? The old cranberry oh, yeah. singer, Dolores, fuck, has passed at 46. That's pretty damn young. I like how you avoided her last name because I would have done the same thing. Just oh, sound like Dorian Dan. Dolores O'Royden. Super Arro- Irish. Nice. O'Royden. 46, man. That's way That's too young. That's young as shit. Do they say, do they know how she died yet? Uh, I know they found her in a hotel room, right? Yeah. I don't know any other details. Uh, yeah, they did, it says there they didn't specify the cause. That um, Uh-oh. I know that she. I mean, she had a tough go for a long time, like addiction, and uh, I think she was anorexic. I want to say or bulimic, one of the two, for a long time. So she was a uh, very nineties. Very nineties, yeah. I mean, that was like one of my first. So my my aunt Sarah made me a mixtape when I was like right around that era in like ninety four ish when I was in fifth grade. I think maybe even earlier. Anyway, she it was like the Cranberries, Nirvana, Pearl Jam. Like a bunch of random like Aerosmith and like just rock music. Was Aza Bass on there? And Please well, no, it was all Aza rock Aza bands. And it was like one of my first experience for rock bands. And uh, anyway, yeah, uh, I've been I've been a fan of that shit. For is a that long the now zombie? Is that the first celebrity death zombie. of 2018? No, there's been a couple. Oh wait, 2018. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, 2018. Is that the first celebrity death? Oh, I don't know. Depends on what you pretty call major, pretty major, pretty major, pretty mainstream, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah. say so. Oh. 
So it begins. It's a bummer. What was that year where we had like tons of celebrities dying? Like, 2016. No. David yes, Bowie, 2016. Prince. Oh, yeah, because yeah, the joke is yeah. 2016 is is when all of your heroes died. 2017 is when all of your heroes let you down or something like that. Tom Petty died in 2017 too. That's true. That was bad. Very bad. <laughs> that was a bummer, bro. Huge bummer. You remember it was the same... It's like the same morning as that big Vegas shooting, too. Oh, shitty. Oh, yeah. And it was the same day. I'm surprised. You woke up to the shooting news, and then that, later that afternoon, Tom Petty dies. I'm like, God damn it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember Catch that podcast. Break. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm surprised I've lived this long, to be honest. <laughs> How so? <laughs> Why am I still alive and in good health? That is the icing on the cake. I'm still in good health? Jesus. Yeah, and it's weird to think, like, she died at 46, so I'm 34 today. I mean... It's coming, James. Well, and it's like... It's coming! She did, This sounds stupid, but you don't know when you're going to die, obviously. So it's like... That's she, deep, bro. It is deep. <laughs> but it's fucked up. Like, she didn't know 10 years ago that, like... I don't know. Or you just You don't get that or, long. Or last night. Yeah. You're I mean, look, there's pictures of her, like, a couple days ago, and she's doing her thing. Burping with Andrew. Ooh, cat woman. All right. Pretty crazy. Yep. Pretty sad. Neil. Yeah. I like you. I like you too, James. Andrew. I like you. <laughs> Audience. <laughs> I like you. Um, what else you got, Drewski? Is there anything else going on in the world? I guess there's a report of an earthquake causing meteor. 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 Leaves Wait, how? Southeast oh. Michigan residents all struck. Oh, an earthquake causing meteor. I thought you said that an earthquake caused a meteor. I'm like, how does that make any earthquake goddamn sense? Earthquake causing meteor leaves southeast Michigan residents awestruck. What does that mean? So a meteor hit the earth and caused an earthquake. Oh. I would gather. Yeah. Meteor oh, causing I read it wrong. Gotcha. Earthquake, earthquake meteor, quake, caught... meteor <laughs> quaking. So U- <laughs> USGS <laughs> confirms meteor occurred around 8. 10 p.m. causing a magnitude 2.0 earthquake. That's crazy. Just from the impact of the meteor? Yeah, but how big was the I meteor? I just punched my thigh so hard when I didn't need to. I, I, I have a sneaking suspicion the meteor is slightly bigger than your fist. But I how get what you're going is for there. Play, is there any video there, Drew? Uh, I just yeah, want to see this. Right that our audio-based audience can't see. Whoa! Nice. That's crazy. Wait, go back down to this that video? This is a quick flash. But that says, the date on the camera says 2016. No, it says... Oh, wait, it's backwards. It's European. <laughs> <laughs> how bright it gets. Whoa. Crazy. So that's what a meteor that's looks like. That's don't, don't they warn oh, us when meteors one. are coming? You would think. What is this, Russia <laughs> and their dash cam views? Oh, look at that. <laughs> UFO. Whoa. Nice. There's a bunch in Russia. There's a lot of videos of meteors hitting Russia. Well, yeah, it's because I think they all are required by law to have dash cams or something like that. And all meteors meteors are required by law to hit Russia. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is the biggest landmass, right? It's the biggest country. The odds are in favor of a a meteor hitting Russia over any other country. It's science. It's facts. Science rules. Science rules. Geography. That is crazy. But um, um, yeah, awestruck. Yep, that's a word. That, that is a word. It's a good one. 
English is so strange. Can you oh. imagine trying to learn this goddamn language? I mean, you did it. Kinda. I mean, if you, you can do fair. it, Jesus. Fine, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair point. When you're right, you're right, Neil. I don't know English at all. This English thing doesn't know. You know who is good at English? Sean and Nick. Really? They used some really good words earlier mm, today. A good vocab. Yeah. Antiquated. I like that word. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was one other one that I'm not smart enough to ascertain. Ah! Oh, that's a good word. Yeah, look at that. See what I did there? Nice, nice pair of fellows, right? Yeah. Sean and Nick, real nice no, no. guys. No, I've, I've known them for a while. Love those guys. Yeah. I mean, you could hear the like the chaos in their in the day. Oh yeah. Go to the airport, canceled by snow, have to drive back in that awful snow. They both have three kids. And they weren't expecting to be home, so their kids are just like crazy and they had the day off. Yeah. You know what I you know, get your shit together. That's what I Yeah, exactly. When yeah. the stateside podcast books you, make sure you get babysitters. Because <laughs> we matter. Or actually catch nope. your flight to New York. Okay? Yeah. We'll see if Sean and Nick actually listen this Figure far. It out. If you actually listen this far into the podcast, Nick and Sean. Yeah, we're sorry. Email me. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Um, well, is that current events, Andrew? Yep. All right, I got a movie pick of the week for you guys. Last night, Ashley and I saw a movie called Call Me By Your Name. I think I'm saying that right. Can you type that in, Andrew, on the information superhighway? Call Me By Your Name? Yeah, Call Me By Your Name. This sounds like a artsy porno. Is that what it is? Yep, there it is. Really fucking good movie. I don't remember last time I was like just kind of that engaged. It was really thoughtful and really sweet. and I don't know. It was a love story. It was great. And it was one of the first, like, so it's a it's a story about a young guy who, well, I don't want to, I don't really want to ruin it. Yeah. I'm not going to ruin it. Let's just say it's really tastefully done. Is it a chick flick? 83, no. baby. No. Definitely not a chick flick. Yeah, based on, oh, that was the other thing, Andrew. Really cool soundtrack. A lot of good 80s music. Definitely like what it. What is the Rotten Tomatoes score? That's what it's I'm It's like curious. 90 plus, I think. Mm. Yeah, type in... Which would be an A by American Rotten High Tomatoes standards. right after that. The 97. Thing oh, there you go. 97? Yeah, dude. Ooh. Yeah, it's really, really good. Highly recommend it. Is IMDB just pickier or something? They always yeah, seem I've to always have a lower that. score. Yeah, it is lower. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know, you know, what's the difference? I don't know. Because I think Rotten Tomatoes is critic base, isn't it? I have no idea. Movie critics? You know me, James. I don't I don't pay attention to movies. Yeah, if I don't know, you definitely <laughs> don't know. But no, I mean, IMDb gave it a B. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an A. Indeed. I mean, they're both passing. But you're right. It's always like that. Yeah. Always a little bit lower. But yep, that is my official movie pick of the week. Highly recommend it. Go check her out. Excellent. Call me by your name. Um, This is a good show, guys. I'm glad we did it. Um, we Are you, though? You know, <laughs> now I'm not. Are you? I was until you questioned me. Where's no, I your, was. Where's your Keep Oregon Well pu- uh, mug? Did you take it home? It's upstairs. Ah, it's shit. In, it's in the kitchen so being cleaned. Ah. Yeah. I also see the keychain up there on the Shelter Ed poster. Um, send in your ideas for who you want on the podcast, people. Let us know. We're, we definitely have a, a long list of people we're reaching out to but we want to hear from you. 
and we want you to tell us who you want on the show. Right, Neil? I believe so, yes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, just every an asshole right now. Yeah, you. you <laughs> it's, it's your nervous energy. You get, you get real I think mean. so, yeah. I'm getting cranky. I didn't have my nap. I didn't have my nap. <laughs> All right, let's get the hell out of here, guys. We have things to do. Wait. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Neil. Thank you. And thanks, Sean. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. We love you, and we will see you next week. Bye. Where can they find you, James? Uh, and I'm back. You can find <laughs> me. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> at, at James I Macmillan. Sorry, James Ian Macmillan. You can find Stateside at Stateside MGMT. Neil. Neil Engel. There's an app before it. Neilio Engel. Sorry. Jesus, I am tired. N e i l i o e n g l e. He got it. He got Ooh. it. Andrew. Don't mind if I drew. Yeah, that's where you can On find On Instagram, those. baby. Yes. We love you. Bye. Now we can go, James. Bye. Oh. Bye. Oh. Bye. Yes. Love you. Ashcraft. Yeah. <laughs>